Hello and welcome to the Mental Wellness Ministry Podcast brought to you by Adam Road Presbyterian Church. This is a podcast that helps you safeguard your emotional, mental and spiritual well-being, especially during this time of COVID-19. My name is Joanne and today we are talking about anxiety. Um, I turn now to Pastor Chris and I would like to ask if... Um, there was anyone who came to you for pastoral guidance on managing their fear and uncertainty as a Christian, what would you say to them? How would you comfort them? Firstly, thank you, Joanne, and thank you, Adrian, for those wonderful insights. And thank you, Adrian, for outsourcing the problem. If people come to you uh, as a medical doctor, you pass them on to the spiritual doctor. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. As always. Think... As always. <laughs> no, I think with all seriousness, um, the approach that we're taking here with our mental wellness ministry in Adam Road Presbyterian Church is a holistic approach, is a balance. We neither over-medicalize the problem, nor do we over-spiritualize the problem. And we need prayerful discernment and humility to really help um, the different folks, different strokes, and what works. Sometimes the medical side works, sometimes the spiritual side works, sometimes the physical and uh, uh, talking to people. The counseling works. Um, on my part, I think I, I got it down into four R's. If somebody comes up and asks for uh, help in terms of fear or anxiety, the first R is reality. Reality. And it's something that uh, Dr. Lo had spoken about that it's part of reality that all of us will have a certain dose of butterflies in our stomach. I call that good worries, good anxieties, or good butterflies in our stomach. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to run a 100-meter race. I'm going, to, I'm going to go on my first date. I'm going to have my interview. And those, the, the good butterflies keep us at optimal uh, functioning. But where it becomes dangerous it, where, is um, what he talked about, where the anxiety is disproportionate, disproportionate to the actual fear. And then it distracts us. And then finally, it consumes us or destroys us. So I always give the illustration of the fears that we have of lizards and cockroaches. You know, if I met one tonight on my table, it plonged on my head and a lizard just plonged my head uh, two days ago, three days ago when I went out. Um, yeah, it, it's past. Uh, but why is it still nagging me? Why is it con still controlling me? So that's where it becomes um, dis disproportionate and distracting. So the first thing to work out is, as even as God's people, we live... Um, outside the Garden of Eden, and we have a reality dose of worry and anxiety, right? And some of that is, in one sense, good functional worry. But when it crosses a certain line, it becomes paralyzing. Second arm is uh, Redeemer. We, we work out who we fear. And here I take you to a Bible passage. And the Bible passage is Matthew chapter 10, Matthew 10, verse 28 where Jesus is speaking about the course of discipleship, what it means to follow him. And Jesus said, Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from the will of your father. And even the very hairs upon your head are, are all numbered. So, do not be afraid. You are more, you are worth more, than many sparrows. Just in a few verses, right, you see the biggest thing Jesus uh, tells his disciples, warns them about is, do not be afraid, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. So he knows that 
fear is part of our fallen world, our sinful nature. And fear is a great enemy to faith. Fear is a great enemy to discipleship. Fear is a great enemy to following Jesus. So basically this passage uh, that Jesus is teaching, I think is, he's teaching us to sort out who we will fear. Are we going to rightly fear God? And the fear of God is an activating fear. It's an empowering fear. It doesn't paralyze us. Are we going to fear fear men, fear life, fear exams, fear jobs, fear unemployment? All those things will paralyze us, uh, disproportionate, uh, distract, and finally destroy us. So in sorting out our Redeemer, who we should fear, we then become our best. We should be fear trackers. Huh? Each of us, you know, we wear uh, fitness trackers. And every day you have to wake up and say, who do I fear? And if you are a believer in God, say, I fear God, I trust God, I fear God. Because to fear God is to love God, to love God is to fear God. Or I fear men, I fear my boss, I fear... It's very important we get that sorted out. The third R is replacement. Replacement. So what is replacement? So for the person who asked this question, um, said, so, so afraid from reading all the bad news, so afraid to be separated from her boyfriend now, and times of aloneness. So the tr it would seem that the triggers for the worries, the triggers for the anxieties, would be um, bad news, right? And loneliness. And so we need to ask, okay, what can we do to replace these triggers? What can I do to replace these triggers? And with bad news, it could be as simple as, I, I choose no longer to read bad news. That's easier said than done, because many of us are very addicted to our, to our gadgets. And many of us suffer uh, information withdrawal sin syndrome. That if I don't keep in touch with the news, I, I, get, I, know, I get a bit shaky. What's happening with the world? Nobody texts me today. Nobody messaged me. Um, so that information overload, and most of it is bad news. So we're going to have a fourth session in this MWM. And I'm going to say that in terms of bad news, you have to decide one of two, three things. You're either totally fast from bad news, you starve yourself of bad news. I won't look at my phone today. I won't look at my phone until this fear leaves my, my heart. That seems to be very hard. Or you go on a diet. Diet means you lessen, you lessen. You can't starve yourself completely, but you lessen your dosage and exposure to bad news. Right? So you replace what triggers you. Uh, loneliness, aloneness from boyfriend, girlfriends, loved ones. At times, like this, with safe distancing or physical distancing, um, we have to work out that our ultimate security is not even our loved ones. Our ultimate security is, is God, whom we are most socially distant from uh, physically. We can't see Him, but we know He's there and we know He loves us. Same with the Lord Jesus. So how to replace that? Uh, how to replace that? With bad news, right, the danger is there's a term now called echo chamber. If you keep reading and listening and watching bad news, you enter an echo chamber. Echo means uh, you choose what you want to hear. You keep wanting to hear bad news that worries you. You will. You will, you will reach and you will have your panic attack and you will need uh, medical in, uh, intervention because it's like drinking poison or taking poison straight into your brain. So no, no, none of us would drink poison every day, but when we give ourselves an overdose of bad news, it's toxic to our mind. Very, very toxic. 
And the last one is to, um, so we replace it with good, uh, good things. We replace it with God's word, what Adrian talked about. For me, if I go through something that really makes me anxious, I will read and read God's word. Sometimes I, I may not, I'm so anxious, but I read every, I read aloud. I read until the anxiety leaves my heart. I, leave, I read until the worry departs and the peace of God arrives and settles. Um, if you haven't experienced that, I highly commend that to you. You read and read aloud the word of God. And you can read the Psalms, you can read Proverbs, you can read um, a book like Philippians, which is full of joy and promises. You read and read until fear departs and peace and serenity arrives and lands in your heart and soon becomes not just your thoughts, but become your experiences. Last R is not just reality, it's not just redeemer and replacement of bad with good, negative with positive, man's words with God's word, but repetition. Every time you're triggered, do the same remedy. Do the same remedy. And like a sportsman, you build up this spiritual, mental, emotional resilience to anxiety. Uh, from Jesus' teaching and my prayer in the first session, it is God's sovereignty that cures anxiety. God knows the sparrows, he feeds them. God knows the hairs upon your head, my head, uh, more than anybody. And it is God's sovereign will over your life that ultimately will cure anxiety. Okay. Hope that's helpful in some way. Giant, over to you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Chris, for the four R's. And truly, um, God's sovereignty is the one that cures our anxiety. So as uh, Colin Buchanan sings, the Lord is King and he's going to rule over and take care of everything. So um, as, we, as we close this session, um, let's remember that um, and come together in prayer. Pastor Chris, would you pray for us, please? Okay. Allow me to pray. It's an honor and privilege to lead us in prayer. Almighty God, we call Abba Father. We come to you and firstly confess and acknowledge that when we take life into our own hands and we think we're in control, we actually become uh, serial worriers. We are addicted to worry. We enter echo chambers and if we don't watch it, we worry about everything from our homes to our school life to our work life, we worry from morning to night, we worry from Monday to Sunday. And we know that's because we think that we are in control and we can manipulate our circumstances, we can plan our days, but we humbly acknowledge as we go through COVID-19 that none of these things that we presume is actually true. You alone are God. You are a wise creator, you are a provider, you are a protector. Above all, you are a redeemer. So help us every day to sort out, uh, be, help us to be fear trackers, uh, fear checkers of who we fear and help us to have a rightful fear of you and to replace all the negative bad news and triggers of fear and anxiety with your word, with your thoughts so that uh, it is you who will rule over our minds and our hearts. It is your peace that will finally arrive and occupy us more and more and to keep repeating these patterns so that we will truly be born again. We will have new minds and new hearts and we pray 
that this way of living that has come to Jesus will become so beautiful, both in our experience and as witness and service of others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank, thank you, you Pastor, Pastor Chris. Chris. Thank you, so thank, you, thank you, Adrian. Thank you, thank you both for your thank time you. today. Thank you. Dear listeners, we hope that you have been encouraged and blessed by our session today. The Mental Wellness Ministry Podcast is brought to you by Adam Road Presbyterian Church. God bless you and keep you. If you have a question for us, please email mental.wellness at arpc.sg or send a direct message to at soundmind.sg on Facebook or Instagram. The Mental Wellness Ministry Podcast is now streaming on all your favourite platforms. You can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube or Facebook. Tune in the way you like it for your sound bites for Sound Minds today. 